Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Hello and good day, Van. everyone. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, and I host Wealth Academy Podcast. I'm glad that you could be with me today. And what I'm sharing with you is the recent, I mean, recent Federal Reserve interest rate hike of 0.25% of quarter point. So uh, one of the things that I want to talk to you about is the fact that uh, what impact is this going to have on you and your budget, you and your money? First of all, I'll talk about what the Federal Reserve system happens to be. And please note and write this down. They're not a federal government agency. (laughs) They were formed on Jekyll Island in 1913, the year my grandmother was born. And uh, so basically what happened, a bunch of bankers got together and they just decided, well, we don't want Congress to make the decision in terms of how we bank, not only today, but in the future. And so they've existed since that time. And it's the central banking system of the United States As I stated, it was created on December 23rd, 1913. Uh, And with the the enactment of the Federal Reserve Act, after a a series of financial panics led by the desire for central control of the monetary system in order to alleviate financial crisis. So that's all interesting. And I think that what we need to take away from this is how does this impact us today? How do you and I pay for the gas that we purchase? How do we pay for the food that we purchase? What about those uh, credit card uh, debt that we have uh, in terms of the interest rate on it and how it will impact us all? Now, granted, uh, Mr. Powell, uh, he stated today uh, during the uh, press conference that the federal rate raises rates and project six more increases in 2022. Uh, I was a little bit choked up right there because I was like, wait a minute, six additional increases in 2022 and we're just in March? Okay, put the seatbelts on, we're going to really have to be ready. And so what should you do now? What you should do is pay off all your credit cards if you're able to, because that will likely increase the percentage rate on your cards. You want to take any loans or mortgages or car loans and and you have adjustable rates on them. You want to lock those in as uh, across the board. You want to have a fixed rate, okay? You want to ensure that you do this and, and do it as soon as you can. If you're purchasing a house, well, you may want to try to lock in a rate in the next week if possible because six more increases throughout 2020, and there may be more, excuse me, I'm getting choked up again. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, okay, let's talk about it just a little bit because uh, the interest rate not only affects us, but other people around the world, because there is this thing called the In International Monetary Fund, the IMF, that also feeds into this as well. So the fact of the matter is the Federal Reserve lifted its policy interest rate for the first time since 2018. Uh, that's pre-COVID, of course. And now, as I stated, there are six more rate increases that are going to take place this year. And uh, it's stated that they're doing this to combat a burst of quick price increases. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I kind of, my belief is that the banks just don't want to lose any money. And uh, they want to pass this on to us, the consumers. But that's just Paul's opinion. I, I, I'm a business major. I took a lot of econ classes and... Uh, yeah, the price prices um, have gone up, but a lot of it is the supply line. And even worse than that is the price gouging that's taking place with only four food manufacturers in the United States, for example. And they are uh, gouging the prices and uh, passing them on to the consumer. So in essence, we've actually had a uh, increase already. It's just not called that because even before the the war in ukraine with russia attacking them even before that the price of gas was going up the price of food has been going up really since the pandemic started and uh it stated that well they didn't have enough employees that could provide the supplies and uh the bottom line is they have plenty of employees now but the prices aren't going down so it lets us know that this is really about the shareholder interest. And if you happen to be a shareholder, good for you. <laughs> if not, not so good for you. So uh, let's talk about it a little bit. And I'm not going to cover everything because it can be frustrating, I suppose. So the Federal Reserve, of course, lifted its key interest rate by a quarter of a percentage point today. And as the policymakers, they took their first decisive step toward trying to tame rapid inflation by cooling the economy. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. The pandemic is kind of, even globally, it's kind of correcting itself. It's kind of not as many infections, not as many cases. And so people are, it's kind of going back to the new norm, if you will. And so I don't necessarily think that they're cooling off the economy because if you just look at the spring break that is taking place right now, using the state of Florida as an example, they have a lot of students uh, down there and they're paying $500 to $1,200 a night for one room. Granted, a lot of students share the same room, but still uh, they're not being impacted as a result of people not being out like they were uh, staying in during the pandemic. So uh, the Federal, uh, Federal Reserve had kept rates near zero since March of 2020 when the pandemic started. And the decision marked its first increase since 2018. They also project six more similarly sized increases over the course of 2022 as inflation is in a 40 year high. Because we all remember 2008, 2009, and that time, time frame when there was a global uh, hit, or what we would call a, they call it a recession, but it was really a depression because even millionaires were losing their houses because they couldn't afford to pay for it because they lost their job. And uh, a lot of people went homeless and a lot of loan modifications and people were being sued for the debts that they owe. So uh, let's see how this goes, but if they increase it six more times, so that's gonna give us 
over one and a half percent of uh, increase in the interest rates throughout 2022. So that's a quarter percent, six times, if they stay within this particular window. And so I don't know how you feel about this, but um, I don't think that people will receive pay increases at the rate of this inflation that we're seeing here today. And again, you know, for me, I'm the type of person, I try to research everything and uh, I don't necessarily see why it's being uh, increased that the way that it is, but you know, I don't leave the Federal Reserve. <laughs> so that, that's kind of where I, I, I stand on this thing. I think we have to do our own research and go from there. So uh, what's happening is this, their current stance on the monetary policy, the uh, Federal Reserve Committee expects inflation to return to its 2% objective and the labor market to remain strong. And they're breaking records for the labor market. So again, that's not a problem. So they're saying that in this statement that they made today, that the committee anticipate that ongoing increase in the target range will be appropriate to try to cool down inflation. But uh, when you look at people who have student loans, vehicle loans, home loans, businesses that are operating, uh, just put your seatbelt on because it's going to be a rocky road, if you ask me. So uh, I'm being positive now. <laughs> so uh, it's stated that the coronavirus continues to disrupt commerce around the world, which I'm sure it does. I know there's an increase going on in uh, China again. And so we have a lot of different things taking place and we live in a global economy. So everyone is impacted. And the uh, United States economy has staged a swift recovery and uh, the job market itself has rebounded rapidly since the, uh, the tough part of the pandemic and job losses that took place. And uh, so that's really what's happening. So uh, prices for groceries, couches and rent are all climbing rapidly and Federal Reserve officials have been uh, eyeing the trend. And uh, we see that trend at the gas station with gas in some places, for example, California being seven and $8 per gallon. And uh, it pays to drive a small size vehicle, <laughs> a subcompact baby, a subcompact. So uh, they raised the policy interest rate by a quarter percentage today. And it carries a signal that policymakers have fully pivoted to inflation fighting mode and will do it necessary to make they would do what's necessary to make sure that price gains do not remain hot for months and years to come. So it's going to take some time. Initially, you're not going to see the impact, but if it does what they project it to do, perhaps things may go back a little bit lower, but I doubt it. Price of cars now, used cars cost as much as new cars do or new vehicles do. So um, I don't really see that for sure. And so uh, that's uh, what's really taking place. So what does this mean to you and I? Uh, so this increase in the benchmark rate, a quarter of a point on Wednesday, the Federal Reserve is trying to rein in inflation, which a 40-year high, as I stated before, and it will hopefully will set off a domino effect that could affect you directly or indirectly. I was just listening to uh, Mr. Powell, who heads up the, uh, at the spokesperson for the Federal Reserve, and uh, basically they're just saying they're trying to get to that 2% inflation rate and, and that will help out. So uh, the Biden administration has pointed to the pandemic supply chain problems, which we know we have. And of course, now the war in Ukraine as reasons for inflation, especially when we look at gas and other things, wheat 
which Ukraine is a big producer of wheat, and also semiconductors, uh, parts that go into computers. So that economy and that those supplies are definitely going to be an impact to everyone. So uh, Republicans argue that excessive stimulus spending by Democrats is a culprit, but it isn't. It isn't any more than, than when the uh, Trump administration was in, and they really pushed up the the um, our rate of debt debt rate uh, during those four years. And having worked on Capitol Hill, um, I know how to see. Uh, bad information when I see it. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. I could say something else, but I'm not going to say it. So I don't think this is really an issue about what political party it is. It's a reality that we're dealing with. It's, we did have a pandemic and it's still going on. We do have a war that's going on. And as a result of the pandemic, uh, we know that the supply lines, um, it has been compromised. And you know we can't move those ships shipping containers and we can't get them people to unload them fast enough. So there's a lot of things that are taking place and I'm not even in the position of trying to blame one party over the other, but I do know that over the, the previous, uh, uh, going back to the uh, 20, uh, 2016, that the uh, debt uh, limit uh, for the United States increased immeasurably. Uh, and, and so no, no one can really, really say that is based on uh, the current administration, at least that's that's what I'm looking at, uh, having attended college and all of those econ classes. <laughs> so uh, it looks as though central banks have a more aggressive plan for controlling inflation than they did in December when they released economic projections. Now they expect uh, to raise rates to 2.8% next year based on the median estimate up from 1.6 in the previous projections. And that's pretty high. And by raising uh, interest rates, the Federal Reserve has begun the process of unwinding their pandemic era stimulus measures in an effort to tame inflation. So uh, consumers are, can expect higher borrowing costs to, just, to, to be just another form of inflation with rates for credit cards and home equity lines of credit notching higher in the next months. So I think uh, just the fact that this happened today, uh, which is March 16th, that uh, we all have to get our credit card bills paid off. And for me, I don't really have that many. I just use mine mostly for business. And uh, trying to get those student loans. A lot of student loans in the US have been paused for a while, but you can expect a huge increase in the coming, um, by years in, I'll, I'll say that much. And food prices and everything, I'm just hoping that the prices will come down, but they need to really crack down. They mean the government needs to crack down on the price gouging for, for the cars and everything else. So this is going to conclude this episode of Wealth Academy podcast. I'm pretty sure that my uh, economics teachers will be proud of me <laughs> because I'm trying to lay it on the line. Forget about the politics. Let's get down to the reality, people. Uh, so I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. Have a great day and start really assessing where you are with your particular debt, if you have any. Have a good day. I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. Good day. Thanks for listening Goodbye. to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
to get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching in addition to resources associated with this podcast. Email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.